kick it off with another review and or criticism of the song dumb by nirvana um i think it's both um emotionally evocative and just kind of a fun goofy romp and uh, i enjoy it so good yeah kirk cobain's a forever hottie too so i'm i support him on that uh that friend yeah yeah, so uh, now that we got that out of the way for legal reasons, what's new? Um, I feel kind of like super retarded today because I started work and I forgot to take my SSRI for two days and I just took it. So I feel kind of fried the way the Dems want me to feel. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see the, all those articles a while back about how apparently like there's no evidence that serotonin is linked to depression and stuff? Oh yeah. I mean, I saw all that, but I'm like <laughs> so addicted. I'm like firmly addicted to the pills now. Yeah. I tried to, I tried to come off them and I just literally went insane. I became, well, this is going to be in my lip tart take of the week, but I became a spoonie <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I don't I don't even know what that means. Well, I'll tell you in a little bit, but yeah. Um, have you and your family been mourning the queen together? The old bird. Yeah. Um, no, but (laughs) I, I literally haven't been thinking about her at all. I don't really, I'm just one of those people that just doesn't, isn't like moved whatsoever by the idea of like, monarchy and royalty and stuff so i guess that's just being like a straight dude i don't know okay well i hope you're really excited because that's i feel like that's what we're gonna do for our main topic today right it is it is (laughs) um but you know i'll I'll be coming at it more from like the deep state angle so (laughs) yeah sounds good um Anyway, I also started work this week again, so uh, yeah, probably gonna seem character a little more more low energy than I typically seem. Oh, and my doctor said I can't drink right now, so I'm not gonna be wasted this episode like I have been the last oh, two. Oh shit! Well, I was planning oh. on smoking a joint, um, so I'll that pick up nice. the slack. Yeah, I'll get yeah. fucked up and say weird stuff. You should do that. I mean, I am fried from my pharmacological state, but <laughs> I'm I'm in it sort of all times. So, um, so is this your way of telling me that you are grieving the death of what's her name, Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as most people know um, from my stances on COVID, I spend a lot of time grieving the death of 96 year olds. <laughs> um, you know, it'd be nice if we could live forever. And it's sad when someone who's really rich uh, doesn't achieve that, you know? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. 
Uh, I guess we could go right into Libtar Takes the Week because mine's kind of long. So okay, yeah. I'll just right explain in. to you, uh, and I'm sure I'll get more updates on your on your life. I know you've been on dad duty a lot lately. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it's all good. Kids crazy. We've got an all-day block party tomorrow, so. Oh. Well, I would want to be stoned for that, so. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ever stoned around your kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when my little brothers were like two, I would like get really stoned at my grandpa's house, which you've been to. And I would like try to go upstairs and like zone out and they would like come in and like want to hang out with me. And I remember once watching Matilda with them (laughs) and I was like, it was like blowing my mind. I was like, everyone lay down and <laughs> we're going to watch Matilda. No one <laughs> no one can talk. Um, and I remember I was like, wow, this movie's really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm such a like habitual stoner that I just like pretty functional when I'm stoned. So it's not even really that <laughs> exciting or anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, my Libtar take of the week is... It's, I think this is literally Barry Weiss's sister, Susie Weiss. Susie was the lesser known Weiss. Yeah, the lesser known Weiss. I like Barry Weiss. I think she's funny. So whatever. I'm not going to like shit on her the way everyone likes to. Um, Yeah, I don't honestly, I don't know anything about her. But the fact that she worked for the New York Times, she was like the conservative New York Times voice or whatever, and then yeah, she's gay too. So oh, I, really? I didn't it, know that actually. Yeah, her and Andrew Sullivan are like the uh, what do you call it? Like based based gays. Oh, uh-huh, um, interesting. And she, her college girlfriend was Kate McKinnon from SNL. Oh, wow! At Columbia, okay. yeah. This is definitely <laughs> at least complicating her character for me. <laughs> yeah, she has she has a little more going on. I'd like to meet her. I mean, it's I, it, it could happen actually. It's Have not, her on the pod. Yeah, we, that would be nice if we got to a point where she wanted. <laughs> I think she would do it. Um, I I just I think I know enough gay fag writers in the tri-state area that it's possible I could find a way to meet her if I really wanted to. Six Um, degrees of Barry Weiss. Yeah. Okay. So Susie Weiss, the other Weiss wrote this. uh, Is it actually her sister or just, they have the same last name? No, I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) I guess I should look. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it is actually her sister. I, I didn't like make it up. Um, just a little nepotism. Yeah. It's actually okay. <laughs> I mean, she has 4,000 followers on Twitter. And okay, Barry Weiss like tweet retweets all her stuff. It okay, to, it's it got to be or at least like something, yeah. Yeah, and she has a Substack and she's a doctor, an actual doctor, which is interesting. Okay. Well, so. we might be spreading misinformation, but we'll say that they're sisters. Well, this article is written on Barry Weiss's 
site basically oh okay <laughs> so, i don't know i mean <laughs> i guess they could be unrelated but this woman is Susie <laughs> weiss and she is a a doctor uh and she wrote on barry weiss's substack so. and she wrote a libtarded take oh no she wrote about like oh okay all right well let's yeah so i'll just let you explain it I truly cannot figure out if this is her sister or not. Okay, wait, hold on. I think I'm about to find out. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She's the eldest. Oh, it doesn't even list her sisters. She's the eldest daughter among four sisters. Hmm. Anyway, whatever. Jewish, all this stuff. Raised Pittsburgh. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, common sense is Barry Weiss's Substack, and this woman wrote this on the Substack. So her take is not libtarded, but I think it speaks to a libtarded take. So basically, this whole article is really fucking depressing, and it's about this subculture of uh, women, mostly who call themselves spoonies, um, and there are. TikToks and social media and Instagram posts, many of them and Facebook groups, some of them with 130,000 followers um, on TikToks, which is where most of them are that age range. Some of the videos have 700 million views. Oh my God. Um, And the subculture is so like, this is a type of girl that has always existed. And honestly, I've been friends with a ton of these girls. They're kind of like bed girls, if you know what I mean. (laughs) They're like highly medicated, low energy, uh, multiple, like kind of like vague illnesses, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually go through like lots of like phases of like, getting really thin and gaining a lot of weight, definitely disordered eating, whatever. I feel like this type of girl has kind of always existed. Um, But now there's a subculture that kind of valorizes this type of girl and they call themselves spoonies. And the content they post, and this is like what really made me sad. So this, this woman that's being, I guess she's a woman. She's like 19 now. Morgan Cooper is this um, girl they interview like the whole whole time. And she like basically found these groups and started posting things like, I don't know if I'll live to see college. And they post a lot of videos of them, like, you know, taking their pills and going to doctor's appointments. And um, so what's supposed to be good about this? Oh, nothing. It's just a way to identify with your illness, which this oh. is the libtarded take. So it's like, I mean, to me, it's like if you are sick in any way, mentally or otherwise, um, that shouldn't be like a central part of your identity, right? Like, I just believe that's something that's like happening to you. And you should work to (laughs) improve it, right? Or fix it if you can. And if you can't, you should try to manage it. But on Twitter, and I feel like you've seen a lot of this too, like more, and maybe I see more of it because I'm like on more like queer Twitter than you are, but like more and more people like in their bios will put like neurodivergent or like, 
disabled or like, uh, and like a lot of the times they're not like in a wheelchair. They're like have an invisible disability. That's like, Uh that's like a thing I see a lot, you know? So Spoonie's illnesses include, but are not limited to serious disease, like multiple sclerosis and Crohn's disease. But there's also a lot of like harder to diagnose ones like polycystic ovary syndrome, rheumatoid arthritis, endometriosis, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, I don't know what that is, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, <laughs> dysautonomia, I don't know what that is, I can't even say half these words, Guillain-Barr syndrome, gastroparesis. These are all, th- these are all like VAC side effects illnesses as well. Yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> that comes up a lot too. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> A big, the biggest one is chronic fatigue syndrome. Uh-huh. Um, and these illnesses are invisible, quote unquote. So to most people, spoonies may appear healthy and able-bodied, especially when you're they're young. Um, and a lot of these con- conditions, uh, you know, affect um, women primarily. Uh, and... So anyway, this, this this subculture has developed, which I think back when we were young, the the easiest thing to compare this subculture to is um, like the pro Anna anorexia oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. So like when we were young, there was like the whole like you're pro Anna and you like cut yourself and you like don't eat. Um you know, famously a lot of teen girls don't like to eat. (laughs) So it's, it's something I, yeah. But um, now they call themselves spoonies. And I guess like the thing that this article highlighted for me, which I did not realize is that um, like this subculture has kind of created this like mass group of like young women who believe they are like chronically ill and nothing will ever cure them and the way that they get like social media validation is to get like ever and ever sicker so you get more likes if you have to be hospitalized or if you uh, get so thin that you have to have a feeding tube um inserted um like munchausen yeah a lot of them smoke uh not smoke obviously but they vape medical grade (laughs) marijuana um a lot of them claim their ailments make it impossible for them to eat or essentially impossible um and they spent their entire social life is just them laying in bed kind of like interacting with these other spoonies on TikTok and stuff. And they're mostly teenagers, you know? That is incredibly depressing. Yeah, it's really sad. So, like, here's an example of, like, something a TikTok woman or video would say. Like, a, I I guess I'm just going to say girl, because, I mean, honestly, no one they profile in the article is, like, over 20. So these are, in my mind, children. I I would go as far to say if you're under 20, you're... (laughs) at my age i feel like you're probably a child more than an adult um i'm not offended by you calling them referring to them as girls (laughs) so she says so here's like there's they give advice on how to lie to your doctor so like 
If you have lit, learned to eat salt and follow internet instructions and buy compression socks and squeeze your thighs before you stand up to not faint, and you would faint without those things, go into that appointment and tell them you faint. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you don't, you're not actually fainting, but you're doing all these things to quote unquote prevent fainting. <laughs> Um, another person adds, I always tell doctors I'm adopted. They'll order every test under the sun. Oh. Which is bad. Like a lot of doctors I know don't want to over test because a lot of the times, and we talked about this when you and your wife got probably got COVID. A lot of the times over testing doesn't really do anything for you. You know? No, I mean... No, especially for these like fake diseases where there's no treatment or anything that you can do. It's like, but even often for like real diseases, like, yes, a lot of times, you know, they don't test for all sorts of things because it's like, there's really nothing you can do about it. And it's like pointless to test for it. And it just freaks people out, you know? Yeah. Um, but these people want to be tested. So I guess my, the libtard take of the week is that like, you should center your um, illness in such a way that like it gives you social cachet to be, um, you know, sick. And it's like all this stuff that I see, like, and this is even like kind of seeped into mainstream culture, like hot girls have IBS and like, (laughs) uh, like, you know, these jokes that people make and it's like, they're all, you know, it's like this idea that we should like over identify like with our illnesses. And like the article makes a good point of saying that like the, you know, these doctors in the article are not arguing that these like young women are not in pain. They're just not in pain for the reasons they think they're in pain. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like undiagnosed anxiety and depression. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And they're saying like, this doesn't mean it's not real. It's like, it is real, but it's like, you know, it's a mental disorder. Yeah. (laughs) Psychosomatic essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, these women still need treatment. They just don't need the treatment they think they need. You know? So are these, are they like, in cells or like fem cells yeah i mean i think the whole point is like they're like not healthy enough to have sex you know yeah and they, they they just live completely online basically they just live completely online yeah, yeah and I mean, that's yeah that's just it's depressing but i mean i see it all the time it's like all these people with the covid stuff too like oh. friend of the pod my fitness feelings today <laughs> um posted hold on let me pull it up this pod is just us going through twitter (laughs) he posted this thing that was like you know uh, uh, people reacting to the fact that new york city just got rid of the subway masks oh god i heard about that i didn't see the reactions so like every reply is like like stuff like the sign should say, and then they like put up this like sign of someone in a mask with a middle finger, just put a damn mask on while on the train. Is it really that hard? 
COVID is still spreading and your selfish behavior isn't making it easier. It's been over two years. Figure it the F out and stop being a jerk. Oh my God, dude. I just don't understand. Like, I mean, obviously COVID basically mainstreamed this whole idea of like illness as identity and as like an attention seeking like uh, mechanism basically. But, but like, to me, this stuff about the people getting mad about the mandates, it just seems fake to me. I, don't, I mean, I get there are some people out there, but like as soon as they took off the mask mandate for like uh, airports and stuff, like literally no one was wearing them. You know, it's like. No one is wearing it. I mean, I don't want to reveal my location too hard, but I'm in and out of New York City. I do go there sometimes. And it's like. <laughs> Like, no one is wearing them anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. I, I thought that they had gotten rid of the masks, like, a year ago. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what, from what I understood, like, I mean, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in New York, but I've heard that, like, the uh, public transit is basically, like, apocalyptic, like, third world hellscape it didn't it's sound awful. like awful everything yeah. <laughs> it's awful right now people are literally fucking like i'm not even kidding i've encountered this multiple times people smoking cigarettes on the fucking trains i was literally groped like four weeks ago i'm a 6'2 dude <laughs> like, <laughs> on the train by someone who seemed like super fucked up they like grabbed my dick so, oh I mean, God. if I'm experiencing that, people are just probably kind of rampantly experiencing that, you know? But that's what, like, I'm guessing this, like, dick groper and the, like, chain smokers and, like, the crackheads or whatever, like, I'm guessing they weren't wearing masks even when it was mandatory. No. Mandatory. No. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, and people just, like, now, because the, you can't get arrested for it anymore, everyone just jumps the subway turnstiles. And then I feel like a fucking like idiot for like <laughs> still swiping my card, yeah. you know. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to be like a good fucking citizen. So I guess that kind of wraps up my really depressing libtard take. But I just think people need to identify less with their illnesses. I'm saying this as someone who, you know, we've talked about this. Like I'm not, you know, I've had like mental illness issues. I've had physical. illness issues I'm literally not allowed to drink right now because my doctor told me not to (laughs) but it's like I don't overly identify with these things I don't sit around and identify as like someone with X illness and I just think it's I think that's a healthier way to look at illness oh and also breaking I just wanted to tell you um, New York State just declared a polio emergency and apparently this polio outbreak is completely caused by the va- by the vaccine oh god did you know i, I that? heard about i didn't know in new york but i had heard about this in like india or something where the gates foundation was giving them this like oral vaccine that had live virus in it or something yeah they're calling it vaccine derived polio yeah it's actually a thing. Like, you, yeah. could, you guys could Google this. It's yeah. Like, like, this actually happened. They're calling it vaccine-derived polio. It's, like, not even... Yeah, and then, but they're like, well, what we really need is, like, better vaccines. <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's literally... I just pulled it up. I just... I, I don't want listeners to, like, call us fucking anti-vaxxers, although I don't really care. But, 
literally you can go to the CDC's website and read and read about vaccine derived polio virus. Yeah. So this happened. They injected people with something that gave them polio. Yeah, no, I've seen this. St- I didn't know about it in New York, but I've seen articles about this. I think it was on NPR or something. It was like a very like mainstream liberal thing. And it was like talking about vaccine derived polio in, in India, I think. Yeah, so it's definitely a thing. So basically, it says this on the CDC website. I'm just going to read it just <laughs> verbatim. In July 2022, this is the current outbreak in New York. CDC was notified of a case of polio caused by vaccine-derived polio virus type 2, VDPV2. That's the acronym. Vaccine-derived polio virus type 2. Lord. So, so good, they, good so, for good for the Gates Foundation. They created yeah. a new type of polio. They're given yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We can only uh, speculate as to the motivations behind such a uh, maneuver, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, he needs more money to buy more girl girl brides or whatever he has. Going I know. On. Well, he probably needs to get a new island too now that Epstein's been taken out. I know. Oh, the last thing I'll say about the Spoonies before we do yours is like I wanted to be funnier about it, but it is just hard to be funny about something like this. But like. I get it. Like, I'm kind of a bed girl, you know? Like, <laughs> I understand. Comfort queer. Yeah, I understand the appeal of, like, just receding under the duvet. Like, and I have certainly done it for weeks at a time. <laughs> so, like, I'm not pretending that there's not something, like, nice about it. But also, you have to get your fucking ass up sometimes, too. Like, it's just... It's not yeah. healthy to engage in that too much. Like, yeah, sometimes it's fun to take a Xanax or smoke weed and just lay in your fucking bed and do nothing. But like, that's our, our society wouldn't function if everyone was doing that. And it didn't say this in the article, but my guess is the vast majority of these women are white, you know? Yeah, right. And I mean, regardless of society being able to function, it's just not a recipe for a uh rewarding life i don't know it sounds terrible no it's not a recipe for rewarding (laughs) life but it's like they're making it so that that feels yeah they're imagining that it is a hundred percent imposed upon them and they have no alternative but to embrace it or celebrate it or something yeah but i feel i feel bad for them because i feel like the regime has been like like you know shoving this down everyone's throats like the last three years like you know it started even before that with like all the netflix and chill stuff you know yeah oh yeah and then it was like you know covid happened and it was like you should just you can't you can't fucking sit on your couch and watch netflix (laughs) you know It took it from like, this is an option that's extremely convenient and somewhat tempting to like a moral imperative. Yeah. So now they're like, sit your fat ass on the couch, (laughs) take your fucking SSRI and all your pills, not even the couch, get in the bed, like a fucking monster, like a degenerate, smoke your drugs that we made legal and shut the fuck up and get your yeah. vaccine derived polio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yes, the plan. Daddy. All right, yeah. what's your take? Uh, 
boy. All right. Well, my take was so I, you know, they're rolling out this um, uh, bivalent booster. You know, it's got it's like I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. It's got the the old school variant and then it's got the new variant. Mm-hmm. And so I was just I was actually looking up like I just wanted to see like how many people have taken this thing because I, I suspected that not very many people would, um, you know, like it was, it's still only something like 6% of the kids age zero to five um, got vaccinated after that was rolled out. So that gives it, me a little bit of hope. Yeah, it, it does. Um, but you know, the media has still been like relentlessly pushing it and being like, this is, you know, appalling that it's so less, such a low rate and everything. But anyway, so I was just kind of curious about that. They haven't put anything out. I didn't see any articles talking about how many people have taken it, which leads me to believe it's probably not very many, Uh, but it's only been a week or so. But anyways, um, I encounter, I, I also was just curious about like the messaging behind this thing, because like, I just didn't, unless they really roll out some crazy new variant or something, I just don't see like most people, I I just don't see being very interested in this, even if they like did get vaxxed and boosted or whatever. Like, I mean, how many people yearly get the flu shot? Not that many. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Um, so, so yeah. So I, um, was looking that up and I, and I encountered some like article about um, from MD Anderson actually, which is like a medical, a cancer center, I think in Texas, which is sort of surprising how like libtarded this take is given that, but um, basically it's just a Q and a, a ridiculous Q and a kind of uh, FAQ kind of thing. And it's all these questions. How long do I need to wait before I can get it if I had COVID? Or how long do I need to wait before I can get it if I had my second univalent booster? Um, And then, but the thing that got me was they're like, um, can I get a flu shot and the, the bivalent booster at the same time? And it was like, yes, one in each arm. And I will not be getting something called a bivalent booster. What does that even mean? Double the double the spike, double the value. Um, and yeah, and then what I thought was funny about that aside, it made me like laugh out loud when I saw it, just because it's so stupid. Like, oh yeah, it's one in each arm. But then I saw the um, like White House, like COVID. I don't even know what his position is, but uh, Ashish Jha. Um, uh, or maybe he's the Surgeon General. I don't know. Something like that. Um, went out on TV and said that he was like, I really think that this is why God gave us two arms so we could get the flu shot in one and the COVID booster in the other. What? He didn't say that. Did he? I swear <laughs> to God, dude. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you see who the white, did you see? Okay, wait, I have the numbers first. Apparently 75% of those age 65 and older get the influenza vaccine, but only about 38% of those 18 to 49. 
Yeah, I and I, I who knows where those numbers are. I don't feel like thirty eight percent of people actually get it. Yeah, I don't either. Well, that's I cannot believe someone actually said that with that line. You just say it one more time. What was the? <laughs> he said, "I really." Be- this is the quote. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. They don't even believe in God. Did you, did you see the new? Uh, did you see the new Satanist uh, monkeypox czar? No, <laughs> or whatever they're I calling did. him. I think I did hear about that. Yeah, Satanist. Oh yeah, he posted that, or you showed me that photo of him in like club like bondage gear or something. Of course, they're saying right wing <laughs> critics are. Uh, calling him a Satanist, but he literally has pictures all over his social media. He has pentagrams all over his body. Tattooed yeah. everywhere, all over his body. And there's him with like a, a pup, a, like a, a pup slave or whatever. <laughs> I cannot believe this person works in the White House. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> and of course, all of gay Twitter is calling him monkeypox daddy. Oh my God. Are you serious? You need to get your people under control. I don't identify as gay anymore. I don't know if I've told you about this, but I've abandoned them. But yeah, I mean, I just, I cannot even believe this. And also like the thing that made me so pissed was the, the nuclear. Have you seen this like nuclear guy? No. I don't even know what the pronouns are supposed to be. Like I, I can't even bother to look them up, but like Biden's like nuclear Oh, God. Gay scientist. I'm like, I don't even know what to call him. Oh, Sam Brinton. I just called Ben, just typed in nuclear gay scientist. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't even spell nuclear, right? God. They've really got me. They really, whatever they did to me early on, they they, they got me. The fluoride um, in the water. Yeah. So, okay, he's a nuclear engineer and LGBTQ activist, and he's the assistant secretary of spent fuel and waste disposition in the office of nuclear energy. And there's literally pictures of him all over online with this like puppy play like stuff going on, but it's not, they're not even like in one picture, you can actually see um, a, a guy next to him who has a puppy tail butt plug in his ass and I I was like I'm literally looking at it right now and I'm like I cannot believe that's progress don't you think that's what they were fighting for at Stonewall I don't know no they just didn't (laughs) want to get arrested in their mob owned bar yeah anyway I just cannot believe and like everyone you know people keep like doing these like retarded takes like who cares about about his sex life like i'm like i'm like we don't care he's posting pictures of a a puppy tail butt plug on the internet (laughs) so everyone can see it like you don't you don't think people are going to have an opinion on that could you imagine what would would happen if you told your parents are progressive what would happen if you told them uh, tried to explain to them what a puppy tail butt plug was (laughs) They would probably be like, oh, hmm. 
like everyone is so brainwashed though i don't think that it would even like if i tried to explain it they'd be like oh well i they wouldn't really believe that this was real or they think i found it on some like conspiracy website or something we should kink shame more (laughs) i really i truly believe that i think people should be like more more ashamed to talk about sex like we need to like we need to roll some things back, you know? Yeah. I mean, I basically, like, don't talk about it. Even when other Maybe, like, guys. Reg- regaling, like, a funny story from, like, years ago or something. But Did, no. did, you, did you ever participate? I'm sure you heard, but did you, like, heard this, but did you ever participate in, like, locker room talk, like, the Trump style? No, but only because I wasn't, like, cool enough, really. Yeah was never like in a locker room except for like sheepishly changing and trying to avoid anyone like seeing my (laughs) nude body yeah there was some locker room talk at the frat but oh yeah yeah not a ton of it honestly not that much like some and most of it i felt i would just kind of roll my eyes and whatever i don't know i feel it wasn't that often you're right yeah there was sometimes okay well let's just move on to um, move on to the fucking uh the queen i got oh wait i also just wanted to shout out david sirota because i got banned or uh, blocked on twitter by david sirota do you know who that is no Oh, he's just like this libtard journalist, I guess. But he wrote that ridiculous movie, propaganda movie called Don't Look Up. You know this one? Oh, oh, you oh, you did send me him and I did look him up. Yes, yeah, about like the, the it's like a metaphor for climate change or whatever and how all the like Trump people are just like burying their head in the sand. Anyways, is he gay? Uh, I actually have no idea, but yeah, he blocked me for calling him out for like, Oh my God. His wife is running for the Colorado house of representatives. Yeah, dude. This guy wrote, don't look up. Yes. Oh my God. Well, now that movie is for sure a psyop. Oh, it was always a, for sure a psyop. It was fucking ridiculous. It came out in the middle of COVID it was like supposedly an allegory for climate change, but it was also kind of worked for COVID. But it was basically just like shaming anyone who like criticized the mainstream narrative on COVID or climate change or any of that, saying that they're causing the end of the world. <laughs> His last name means orphan. Do you think he's Jewish? Gender? It's a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. Sirota. I mean, that doesn't sound super Jewish, but well, I it's 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 Eastern European. It's Ukrainian. Oh, interesting. I'm I wouldn't just... have guessed that. It sounds like vaguely like Latin or something. I know. Me. No, it's it is Ukrainian, Russian, Ukrainian. Huh. Interesting. Another another Russian up in there. <laughs> anyways yeah what he said like oh he was like why do media pundits get paid 10 times more than kindergarten teachers or something and like this motherfucker is closer to a media pundit than he is to a kindergarten teacher and i was like david sirota announces he's giving all of his money away to kindergarten teachers 
and he blocked me for that. So anyways, we can move on to the queen. I wanted to find his net worth. <laughs> it says he's worth 1.5 million. There's not a there's not a kindergarten teacher worth 1.5 million on the planet. Oh, <laughs> it says 7 million here. Yeah, he's, it's got I would bet more than 1.5 million. He wrote that movie. There's definitely not like, any kindergarten teachers with 7 million dollars. No. So yeah, he should start a program. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean maybe there's Oh, there I mean actually I did read about it that teacher who uh got a um killed and all the right wingers are like jumping on that in Tennessee. Oh. Uh, let's not even get into it cuz I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know enough about it. Anyway, I found out that her her dad was like a billionaire. Mm. So. Yeah, I mean there's some like fake teachers who might have money. Like Jill <laughs> Biden I think is a teacher, right? Or something. Yeah. Like Cindy McCain. Yeah. She was a special ed teacher allegedly. I'm like, okay. Yeah, Cindy McCain's probably got 7 mil. She's got way more than seven mil. <laughs> yeah. She's Anheuser Busch. Did you yeah. not know that? Oh, really? I didn't know that actually. I knew about Teresa Hines Carey. No, Cindy McCain is the sole oh, heir. Oh shit! Her, her 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 maiden name, I think, it was literally uh, Cindy Bush. Wow. Okay. So there. You, so there's our our special ed teacher. With... Yeah, she's got a lot of money. <laughs> but, yeah, she didn't, she didn't get the money from being a special ed teacher. Oh, I wait, I was wrong. Her, her parents, she, she's the, she owns, oh yeah, I'm right. She owns the Henley, she's the sole heiress to the Henley Beverage Company. It's an Anheuser-Busch beer wholesaler. Oh, okay. So she's got, you know, huge, big money. Mm-hmm. Uh, liquor stores were essential businesses as well. So, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she got PPE loan, PPM, yeah. whatever they're called, PPS <laughs> loans. Um, all right, let's do the queen. Okay, so I actually just want to talk about. So your take is like you have no interest in monarchy, and like you don't even get into like the Curtis Yarvin style, like we should be monarchist stuff. Is that, or is that where you're coming at this from? You just have zero interest in monarchy as a topic. Um, I don't, it's not that I have zero interest in it as a topic. It's more like, I just like never think about it. If that makes sense. It's just like not on my radar. It's almost to me, it's just like, they're like on the same tier as like, kim kardashian or something they're just out there like doing their thing and it doesn't feel very relevant to me like that's basically how i feel about it okay so i got to the end of my work day yesterday i've been putting my phone away so i can be like focused on you know restarting work but uh, i had like 12 texts people telling me the queen had died so <laughs> like from people like my mom and like my sisters and you know <laughs> So there was really like a reaction within like <laughs> my inner circle to this. To Did this. any straight man text you about the no? <laughs> only women and no gay guys even texted me. Just oh, women. Really? Uh, so I don't know. I I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by the monarchy. I sort of believe, and not in a Curtis Yarvin way, but just in like a this is probably natural if you're humans way that like, it's probably pretty natural that humans will um, like sort themselves in such a way that like a, some type of aristocracy is inevitable. 
yeah, like tend towards some kind of like I don't know, absolute like ruler or class of rulers. Yeah, I mean, I, my thinking has evolved on this, but I just that just seems like the only way that like you know, ever since we became like large civilizations, <laughs> you know, with like the biggest current country in the world, you know, 1.4 billion people. It's like, I don't really think you can run that in any sort of egalitarian way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I mean, yeah, like we don't, we basically have that in, it's not like hereditary in the same way. There's not the same like formal ceremony behind it, but like the United States is ruled by various like oligarchic families, basically the Bushes, the Clintons. And, you know, I mean, just as some popular examples, but. Yeah. And I think that we like, you know, I think that we like pine for it in some ways. Like I I think that we like continually recreate it in the U S because it's, um, you know, because we we're supposed to have like, you know, fully rejected it or re- you, you, whatever. Um, but uh, I do think people like sort of pine for it and they like yeah. kind of recreate kings. Similar to religion in that way. Yeah, it is very similar to like religion. How everyone's like, we're secular and thinks that they've like escaped religion, but then they just develop these basically quasi-religious like beliefs about like science or whatever you know yeah completely and i think that we i think that we recreate kind of like monarchic figures in our culture like kind of constantly like whether we're doing that like through kind of celebrity culture or we're doing that through kind of these like dynastic families or we're calling the kennedys like you know, America's <laughs> royal family. Like, mm-hmm. I do think we kind of like pine for that. And I do think that that's like, was kind of like Kennedy's appeal, actually. I felt like he's, him and Jackie sort of brought that, like, oh, for sure. Yeah. They kind of brought that like, idea that like America could be, um, have that type of, uh, I don't know. Anyway, the, the, the monarch is supposed to be in like an ideal situation, like kind of the soul of the nation, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's sort of like how they're looked at. And like in, in, in Japan, this is like quite literal in the sense that like the monarch is literally the, the emperor is literally the head of the Shinto religion. Um, so like in Japan, the emperor is more like a Pope than a like ruler, but in a place like in places in Europe, like, the monarchs, I think, kind of, like, have become sort of these, like, symbols of the, um, yeah, kind of, like, some sort of, like, soul of the nation. But obviously, you know, the British monarchy in particular <laughs> has just been, like, so sordidly uh, just, you know, completely just trashed their own... Um, like fucking like reputation that like at this point it's like it's really difficult to see them as anything but just like fucking freeloaders you know yeah who bring like nothing of value to their country and it's like i mean literally i i I feel like it's uh, i mean we i can talk more about this later but i feel like it's actually like sort of impossible for like a monarchy to exist in our type of society just because basically no one can like believe in anything anymore (laughs) 
Well, right. And I mean, like, there's no, like, dignity. I mean, fucking, that's, that fucking side hoe, Camilla, <laughs> is about to, like, sit on the throne, which is, like, aspirational for, like, you know, home records everywhere. Wait, is that how it works? I yeah. Heard. Oh, so wait. So, but it's, what's his name? Charles will be king, right? He is king now. He already. is king. Yeah, yeah. So then... But so his wife then becomes queen. Yeah. So she was supposed to be like, they were, they gave her some like shitty name when I guess they were still like side hoeing her. Like she was going to be like consort of the king or something. Yeah. But I guess six months ago, who knows if Elizabeth even like knew she signed this, but six months ago she signed some, or like not that long ago, she signed something that was like, it's it's my sincerest wish that Camilla be called like queen. Oh, but they're not the monarch. The the, yeah. the husband or wife of the monarch is is not the monarch. They yeah. just get called like king or queen. Okay, so they have the title, but not really like the role. Right. Yeah. So I mean, when Elizabeth kicked the old bucket, um, like okay, you know, I feel like she died before to before they said she did that's possible but it's just interesting because they like i don't know they like basically um because they're like what the the they had her like hold up in the in the palace or something right and they're like his her you know charles is coming for like his last visit or whatever yeah they wanted to make it seem like really whatever yeah um so anyway i just i just found like kind of like the cultural like explosion interesting like there was twitter which sort of just like was ruthlessly like disrespectful and like i mean not that i care like it was very funny but it was just like you know uh just joke after joke after joke uh, <laughs> after joke it well was actually- and then i saw so that was like the the lib kind of crowd right was like was like making light of her death well that's what i found interesting because i was like i was like okay like where where are we falling on like kind of like policy um like who who is doing it? And yeah, like the lib take seemed to be like this brutal racist colonizer has died, uh-huh. and like we should all be like really happy about it. Uh-huh. And then the conservative take was equally weird to me because the conservative take seemed to be like we should respect this. Like it's weird because it's like for once they sort of like weirdly fell into like the actual definitions of those words. Um, in the sense of like, you know, I don't know, the conservative party or the Republicans in America, you think of as being super pro-American, right? Uh And so to me, it's like they would also hate the monarchy since that's allegedly what our... Uh Uh-huh, right. Like we've liberated ourselves from that and it's this like archaic relic of, yeah, like autocratic rule or whatever. Right, but they fell into like the actual meaning of the word conservative, which I've always kind of understood to mean like, you know, wanting... Uh, rigid social order and it does seem like someone who wants rigid social order would like pine like respect for tradition sort of like right so it does seem like they would pine for aristocracy and like monarchy Mm -hmm. and stuff 
Um, and well, that the, was like more what I saw though was them being like thought it was just kind of like corny that like the libs were dunking on the queen on the day she died or whatever. <laughs> they did think it was corny. Yeah. I mean, it was funny. I mean, some of the jokes were really funny. Like Trisha Paytas. Do you know who that is? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, thank, good for you. Anyway, she's just really horrible, like millennial, like completely retarded. Uh, like influence. I don't even know. I was trying to explain her to my boy. It doesn't even matter. My, my boyfriend's <laughs> my boyfriend's kind of straight in a weird way. So like, I was like in his demeanor, and I was trying to explain like Trisha Paytas to him, and he didn't get it. But she had tweeted that like she was one centimeter. She's pregnant. She had tweeted that she was one centimeter dilated, and so the the jokes kept coming in that she was like the queen was being reincarnated as Trisha Paytas's baby. <laughs> And then she made like this super retarded video. I'll actually play a little bit of it. Hold on. It's really funny. She felt the need to make this video. Hold on. Okay, you ready? I'm still very much pregnant. It is September 9th, 2022, and I'm still very much pregnant. So here's a story time of how the queen is not reincarnated as my baby. Okay, so yesterday (laughs) on the internet, I for some reason was trending. And I was so scared because I've been trying to stay out of drama and everything. And I just realized, like, oh, the ultimate internet troll got trolled. And it was not not in a good way. This was attention I did not want. So basically, there were rumors, I guess, yesterday that I had my baby. And also, the queen died yesterday. And it just felt really weird to say anything about anything for a number of reasons. First and foremost, there was, like, a great tragedy. It felt weird. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> that's all I'll play a bit but a great tragedy anyway she's I don't even know how to explain it in the video who, okay she's, who is her like audience I don't understand this is like I feel like I'm a boomer right now I like cannot contextualize <laughs> this person whatsoever <laughs> I don't even know okay so she's a YouTuber basically okay she has one one billion total views she's does 30 she have like a mukbang channel she does mukbangs yeah what are you serious yeah 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 oh my god that's like part of her thing and she's like this bigger girl she's very like um she's very uh like botoxed out um Okay, okay, so this is starting to come together a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm reading her, like, <laughs> Wikipedia now. She's been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, so she's a BPD, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and she's apparently was addicted to meth at one point. A lot, lot going on uh-huh. here. And two thousand here, she's was she friends with Hunter Biden? maybe oh this is funny in 2019 she came out as a trans man she but but it was like for real no it was like apparently a a a a joke but she also wrote this song i'm gonna play for you she went through a christian phase she really is just like a troll but she's stupid so i don't even know if she can like be called a troll you know does that make sense yeah. Like okay, here's, here's the song. Hold on. High quality. <laughs> oh, like this piano intro. Oh my god. 
never leave your side and he'll lead you home. He's with me from the start, he's always in my heart. Do I still thought you are Jesus, my superstar? Okay, that's her biggest hit. So this is just her singing a song about Jesus Superstar? Yeah. Have you looked up a picture of her yet? <laughs> no. She's very, like, Botox fillered out. What, what, I don't even know what is her name? Trisha Paytas. Trisha Paytas? I guess she's more for the gays than anything. Huh. But she's, like, legitimately, like, retarded. Oh. Like, she's probably, like... <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, she really is, like, IQ 70. Oh, like Britney Spears? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's, like, not, like, yeah. She's not doing um, great. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Seeing a picture, I totally get it. Okay. So, she, there was, I'm getting I guess, Britney like, vibes. On the, My on wife the... shows me Britney Spears' Instagrams. Well, she's less... She's way less hot than Britney. <laughs> Obviously. That's true. But the energy. The energy. So, I mean, yeah, what's happening on Britney's Instagram lately? I don't She's just always like hula hooping or something. She does like these like repetitive dances <laughs> with sort of a dead eyed like stare in her like <laughs> unfurnished mansion. <laughs> what is your mind about was, her? Um, I don't know. I don't know. She started like sort of be bemused, bewildered. I don't really understand it. But she started following her with the free Britney whole discourse. Is she pro free Britney? Yes, she was like adamantly pro free Britney. I mean, I agreed with pre Britney not because I don't think she's severely retarded and mentally ill, but because. Um, I'm just like, like, we don't, I don't know. I'm not into like an over, like, it just seemed like a bad precedent that like someone could have their like money taken away. Oh (laughs) yeah. No, I supported it. It doesn't, it was crazy, dude. Like she had, she had like all her legal authority was like, she couldn't do anything. Her, she was like obligated to do these performances and she couldn't like leave her house and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like, I mean, like, I'm like, uh, yeah, that should be used very sparingly and probably only in the situation of like, if you're Biden levels of, you know. um, Yeah. It's just weird uh, to me that like a judge can just be like, yeah, sorry, like, you can't, like, that house, that's not yours, actually, because you're too stupid or whatever, you know, just, like, <laughs> what, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, okay, anyway, yeah. there was a lot of joke <laughs> about the queen being reincarnated as Trisha Paytas's baby, and that was most of what I saw, but I guess that you didn't see those takes because you weren't on the side of Twitter that was... Uh, no. I, I mean, this is all, like, breaking news to me. I mean, gay guys sort of identify with being, like, brain dead and, like, hot, which is, like, kind of, like, what... I mean, Trisha Paytas, I wouldn't say is hot anymore, but that was sort of, like, what she was... Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Anyway, and so I guess my... I don't have, like, really a take on the queen. I just... <laughs> I just was, like... I found it interesting that people that some people seem to think it was a huge tragedy that a 96 year old died. 
Um, I felt, I found that interesting. I find the idea that I do think people pine for sort of like figures like a queen, even though they can't really have that anymore and probably Uh never will be able to, um, again. And I just thought like kind of the political, like where the political lineup happened of how they felt about it was interesting too. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know. That was sort of my my take on the queen. But you said you had some like scary deep state. Oh well, yeah. Queen. Are you Diana pilled? Well, I do believe they killed her. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I don't even really know that much about it. I, but uh, yeah, I. I guess that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean she's done. I mean, I saw this horrible video of her earlier throwing like scraps of food at these like Indian boys like from a porch. Um what? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. It was like insane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she was throwing it like on the ground and they were like grabbing for them. Yeah. Um no, I well, mean but- I believe she, I believe she she's I, I mean I, I don't think the monarchy is like me saying that people pine for monarchy is not me saying that I think it's good. I just think Oh it's no, like- I totally get what you're saying. I mean, there's like the symbolic, it's a whole symbolic like structure sort of that I think people I mean it's sort of like a mother figure or a father figure. I mean, similar to the president or something, you know, like a yeah, like yeah we personifying the the national character yeah that's kind of what i mean i just think that she's yeah i don't know i mean that's that's my only real take on it i i don't think the monarchy will survive probably much longer or it will survive in like a deeply like kind of hollowed out way um i don't know and that was that was really my only take on it i i do have one last surprise topic if you want to stop talking about the queen um I, I mean I'm I'm open to all the queen takes. It's just like <laughs> okay, we can keep it's just kind queen. of mind blowing to me just because of how like little time I ever spend thinking about the queen. But like I'm kind of well, are you sad amazed your children by this like whole world of like queen thought. Are you are you sad that your children aren't gonna know her? I don't even understand how to like answer that question. You asked me that before. I, I um Am I sad? No, I would have to say I am not. I am not currently experiencing sadness. Maybe I'm like repressing it. Did you, did you, did, were you, when, do you remember being a kid and Diana dying? Yeah. Well, I remember, I remember like the, the media event. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, like I remember like my mom like hanging on to every word, you know. Yeah, that's what I remember too. My mom was very into Diana dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. But when she died, she was like literally like probably the most famous woman on the planet. She like was Beyonce, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. But no, I what I was saying before, oh yeah, about the I don't think it's possible to have like a real monarchy anymore. Oh that, yeah, tell me about that. That thought occurred to me when I was watching a movie about Princess Diana. Okay. I, I can't remember what it was called. It, uh, it was recent. 
And um, it just, it like, what I thought was interesting was that, she, at least the way this movie was kind of presenting it, was that Diana was kind of like resistant to the structures, like the traditions of the monarchy. And sort yeah. of just wanted to be like a normal person. And that that is rep- sort of represents like a rupture of what was previously like an absolute distinction between someone who like was royal or no of nobility or whatever and like a non-noble person. And that like once... It, it, it began to, it revealed the sort of like funda- the f- fundamental fiction of the whole like thing in this modern context. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I think that what was, you know, the whole Diana thing was interesting because like she was essentially a child bride. She was 19 and he was 32. Wow. Is that true? Wow. I did not realize she was that young. That's crazy. Yeah, she was only 19 and they met when she was 16. And they, you know, of course, allegedly, who knows with these fucking Mm -hmm. perverts, but they allegedly didn't start courting each other in like a super formal way until she was 18. Wow. And Um, so, and, and he was already sort of had a relationship with Camilla, right? Well, he had been banging Camilla for years. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But she was, like, married to, like, this other aristocrat. They're all aristocrats, Diana included. Like, this uh-huh. idea that, like, she was, like, the people's princess was a little silly. Like, she, uh-huh. she like, you know, her family grew up on the queen's estate. Um, but, yeah, he was, he was banging Camilla, and that had been, like, sort of, like, known for years in their like kind of like tiny aristocratic circle but it hadn't really gotten out of there uh-huh you know uh-huh. and camilla was married to like another like viscount or something uh-huh. <laughs> you know yeah. but yeah he met diana when she was like 15 or 16 for the first time something like that hmm. that is crazy yeah and they thought she was good for the role because of like really like kind of like fucked up like and they didn't know she would go off the reservation yeah like a bunch of like men in her life vouched that she was a virgin Mm -hmm. there was a lot of fucked up shit around the marriage um Mm -hmm. and yeah she definitely like this is why i kind of roll my eyes at like i'm a little bit of like a megan markle truther because megan markle (laughs) was like 37 had been married before had spent two decades in like the filth that is Hollywood. So I'm like, (laughs) the idea that like, she didn't understand like what she was getting into was like, is so ridiculous. I can't believe she expects people to believe that, but like a 19 year old, like a lot of people do believe it, but yeah, well, they shouldn't. Um, It's stupid. She's an unrepentant social climber, but um yeah, Diana was, like, truly, like, coerced into, like, that marriage. And I'm sure she thought at the time it was, like, incredible, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a ni- you're 19 and you, you think this is going to be, like, you know, a truly incredible experience. But it ended up being just, like, horrific, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and mean, I mean, that I'm she became so popular, too. Like, so insanely. And, yeah, it's, like going becoming that famous at so young that's the other thing i didn't realize 
Yeah, and she, I think she, I think people liked her because she came across as sort of like like them, and that's what I think. That's where the schism kind of happened, right? Like that you're talking about, like television in general mm-hmm. made it so that we could like see these people. Yeah, mass media. Yeah, yeah, and they were expect they're expected to you know, use that medium in some some way, shape, or form. And it, I, I do think that makes it really hard for them to exist in the way that they probably did for centuries before, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where you never, like, saw the queen or you saw the queen, like, very momentarily. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, the, the rumors have always been they had her killed because she was causing so much problems. She was only 36. I'm turning 34 this year. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, it makes sense because like you're, she was so popular and she was trashing the monarch, the royal family. Definitely. And so it was like taking away all their authority, basically. And yeah. apparently like she was getting into some Palestinian work or something. I didn't look that much into it, but she was so like apparently um, Mossad, like the Israeli intelligence. um people kind of wouldn't have been disappointed if she went away. So. I mean, yeah, she was never going to be long for this earth, mm-hmm. you know, um, because she was certainly, um, you know, fucking things up. Um, I don't know. It's just <laughs> and apparently the the whole story is even ridiculous, though. Honestly, what they what is the official story? Like the paparazzi, there was like a high speed chase with the paparazzi, and then they like crack, like the driver spun out of control or something, and then yeah. he, he had been drinking or something. You know, it's just like what, and yeah, it just. Yeah, and there's like no CCTV footage, even though yeah, they were in the, yeah. in the middle of Paris. Uh-huh. Um, and everyone else who's like <laughs> who was involved in it is dead. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so weird. It's like they're all dead. Um, all the other people who were like, uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't think that, like, I just think she was causing, like, too much, too many, like, problems, you know? For sure. Uh, and they just didn't like that. And, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I totally believe it's possible they killed her. I mean, the the, the idea that people even, the idea that people even eye roll at that is so funny to me, though, because I'm like, they're a king and a queen. Yeah. Like, for all of history, that's what the king and queen did, Right, right, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it's, <laughs> why it's, why it's shocking shot. that it happened this time, yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally, like, I, my stepmom is from Thailand, and they still have a king who is actually very powerful, like, politically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me once, she was like, yeah, if you say bad stuff about the king, like, you will disappear. Wow, yeah. So, I yeah. don't know. No, I mean, it... it yeah, it happens. And apparently there was this documentary that was made about it, Unlawful Killing, that apparently the, the title is from like the official uh, like autopsy or something. Medical inspection said that it was an unlawful killing, which but it was that fact was like 
never reported on and all the the hours and hours of 24 hours news coverage of the diana crash yeah i mean think about how easy it like, let's just go through it like how easy it would have been like literally you just have to have mi6 agents posing as paparazzi and then once you get them in that fucking tunnel you know right right how easy she, it, yes how easy it would be to like get them to crash without hurting yourself probably extremely easy like even like fucking like low IQ, like bumpkin <laughs> cops know how to like curb a vehicle. You know what I mean? Like, yes, right, right. And then it's like right after that, you say the driver was drunk, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's all about the po- the media coverage of it. Like what actually happened doesn't even like really matter. You know? I mean, like, I do. There are pictures from right after the crash, but who, yeah, who knows mm-hmm. if those were actually taken in a, in, a, in a way like if those were you know the idea was the paparazzi kept photographing her even as she was pulled from the wreckage but it's like everyone there could have been super easily like in on the whole thing right from like the people who were arrived at the ambulance like you know what I mean? right. yeah no exactly yeah <laughs> like it doesn't even seem like a very hard murder to pull off um it seems like a really easy murder to pull off so mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I mean, dude. And oh, my God. OK, apparently there you can like look this up. There's a note that Diana, uh, Princess Diana's lawyer had that he gave to some journalists that was from her and said that she had been warned by like an insider at MI6 or something that she was going to die in a car crash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean it's you can pretty... like see the note you can like... <laughs> anyway so the queen probably killed her or charles did or whatever you know mm-hmm. i'm looking at pictures now of like the car crash it's pretty gnarly um i don't i don't i'm not seeing any of her like actual body just like the you know the wreckage um yeah so that's interesting i mean i don't know do you think the queen's in heaven or hell if you had to guess i mean (laughs) i'm asking the hard-hitting questions i mean i do reckon myself a theologian so um no i have no idea what criteria about this is it like about her being like royal does that mean she's like automatically in heaven or i don't know I is think it about probably, sin because in that case i'm gonna have to say she's not going to the good place it's probably not about sin but she did fuck up the or her her ancestors fucked up the church which they you know that whole anglican thing mm-hmm. so like that's why britain has like its own fake religion mm-hmm. because of them mm-hmm. they were like fuck the pope which I guess is kind of based, right? I mean, <laughs> in some worldviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the title of my next album. <laughs> um, the final topic I wanted to tell you about that I thought you would think was funny that I was going to surprise, but maybe you've seen it. Have you seen that Kyle Rittenhouse is on t- TikTok? <laughs> no, I did hear his name come up recently. I forget what. 
in what context? The TikToks are so funny. So his girlfriend, who's like this like porny looking, uh, porny is in like p p porny looking yeah. like e girl type girl. Um, she's actually pretty hot. I mean, she's I'm you know I got to give it to him. Like he kind of landed. <laughs> she's I mean, if I were a twenty year old straight guy, I I would think that she was hot. You know. Uh, um anyway she's just posting all these tiktoks and he's like he's like singing like taylor swift songs with her and stuff oh my god how would you describe kyle rittenhouse's like um fame or like (laughs) path to fame well it's interesting because like here's all the like okay this will help explain it here's all the comments you will you will live long enough to see your idol simp (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, bro could have been the chief of bron- Bronze Age war band with a harem to boot, and yet he chose to make cringe TikTok videos with OnlyFans e girl. Um, me and my bad bitch, I pulled by shooting people. <laughs> it's like all so ridiculous. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what this Dude, means. that photo of him with the rifle is so ridiculous. I, what does this mean? He could have been rolling with the top shelf TPUSA oh. RSBN chicks until he was 30? What's that? I don't, I mean, I don't know. SBM? Are they like white supremacist orgs or something? <laughs> oh, Turning Point USA? What's that? Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> Is it time to call this shit? <laughs> oh, Turning Point USA. It's, it says it's the fastest growing youth movement in America, and they have a potential to play at a site. Oh, I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I guess you could have been rolling with these hoes. <laughs> I mean, he seems to be doing fine. It's become like a conservative, like celeb. I guess I don't know. He's not sure how to, like, you know. I think channel it. Yeah, where to go from here? Okay, so it's basically like Turning Point USA is like they try to get like conservative activists on the college uh, campuses. He just needs to start like a YouTube channel or something. Their slogan is grassroots humility, warrior spirit, spirit, p- persistent innovation. What? And here's their goals. They want to mobilize students who believe in free markets, organize young activists and chapters and networks across the country, empower young activists to get involved in the fight for free markets. Oh my God. Government. <laughs> this is all, I'm sure it's all just like control these like, controlled by the FBI, basically. <laughs> do you think he'll live long Rittenhouse? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, like as a celebrity <laughs> or just like, do you think that like, like he'll be taken out for some reason, you know? Um, or do you think he's just like not dangerous at all to the regime in any way? I don't think he's dangerous. How is he dangerous? Um, I guess he's like, I don't know. I have no idea. He's like keeping the gun people happy that they have a hero while not really doing anything. Like that's his role. 
I guess he's yeah. dangerous. I guess he's potentially dangerous because he's sort of like his whole case sort of like exposed this like you know I don't know. Don't you feel like people like like kind of willfully lied about how they actually felt about that case? Wasn't that like another moment where you? Yeah. Felt like- well, everyone thought he killed black people. Like that was uh, that was like sort of implied that he was like somehow like racist. But didn't you see that? Like, didn't you? This is like another like moment where I felt sort of like COVID, like COVID crazy, like in the way that like everyone I knew seemed to be saying things that they didn't actually believe, you know? Oh. Like, like everyone was like, yeah, like he deserves to go to jail. Like you don't, and they loved saying that like line, like you don't cross state lines with a guy. I was like, what are you talking about? I cross cross state lines every day. Like why why is, why is this, this crossing state lines? Like super (laughs) suspect. I don't know. And I watched the video and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, you know, the law on self-defense, I'm sure varies from state to state, but like mm-hmm. watching the video, like I do believe that like he thought he was defending himself, you know? And if, if yeah. that's the bar, which I heard right. it was the bar, yeah. was like, you have to reasonably believe your life's in danger. Like, I think that he, I, I think that he did. So it's like, if you don't think that that's an excuse to kill someone else, like you have to change the law. But like no one I knew was like talking about that. Yeah. Well, they just literally, they just repeat like whatever talking points the the lib news says. So that's like, that's the opposite fun- function that he has in the media is to like, uh, you know, trigger the libs. Well, he also, I guess, like, yeah, that's true. And I guess, like, he also, like, one thing that I find interesting about, like, his whole story is, like, I feel like they use him to, like, validate, like, the quote-unquote, like, BLM, I guess they like to call yes. them pro- protests, you yeah, know? Right. And they like to, which is, like, not what they were. And I don't even, like, yeah, you know, and they like to sort of, like, valorize those protests, Um Right. Yeah. And he's like a good way of being like, look, like those protests were about something like these white supremacists really do kill people on the streets, you know? Right. I don't know. It's like this whole thing on Twitter where it's like, have you seen this? Like where people are like, I mean, I don't know, like, like every day black, like a black person walks outside. It's like, you know, they think they're going to get killed at any moment. And I'm like, I don't know. I know a lot of black people and I've never heard them. I feel like I'm like a white person <laughs> yeah. saying that, but like, I've never heard them say that, you know? Uh-huh. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm not saying the police don't mistreat black people more than oh, other yeah. groups of people. I do think that's true. Oh, they um, definitely do. Yeah. That's like obviously true, but it's just like. But it's, it is also a class thing, too. Like, I'm sure, like, rural, like, white people get fucked up by police, like, all the time, too. Well, I think the thing that, like, no one wants to admit, and this is, like, the problem, is that, like, the police force in most cities is drawing from the same people who are mostly getting arrested. Yeah, right. So it's, like, the same group of people. I mean, like, in New York City, the NYPD is, like, kind of, like, one of the most diverse police forces in the country. And it's, like, 
it, it's actually pretty representative of the city population. Hmm. Um, but no one really talks about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know what I, I don't know what I, I hope he's gotten hmm. some bomb pussy, I guess. It seems like, <laughs> It seems like he is. It seems like he's getting laid. I, I, to be clear, I don't think he's a hero <laughs> or a good person. Oh no, no! I mean, he's an op. He's an op. He's a media op. Like I don't yeah. know. I'm not saying they like orchestrated the whole. I don't. I have no idea. But like his, he he plays a character in the media who has a purpose of basically like appealing and pissing off various political bases. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so who he is as an individual doesn't even really matter. So. But yeah, maybe him and maybe this we're looking at a future Republican uh, senator or something. <laughs> I don't think they'll let him rise that high, but we'll see. A senator. <laughs> senator Rittenhouse. I mean, it could so, happen. As a ring to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do you want to call it? We got pretty close to an hour and a half. Yeah. All right. Let's call it. Bye, bye everyone. See ya.